Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laidman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. I have a bone to pick with you. A bone? A bone. And we are jumping right into this. I'm not asking... Oh, you I'm don't not even asking care how about are. how I am, Mike? No, because wow. I have an wow. issue. I have an what issue. have I seriously done to offend you? Well, you keep sending Snapchats of your son hitting a picture of me with a hammer. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, I Like am. you are training him to come for me. Well, you keep bringing it up, so it's like, you know what? I'm going all in with this. You're I, gonna, I, yeah? Mike is going to be the first uh, the first victim. Okay, it's become a self-fulfilling prophecy because uh, yes, you're just like, right. I'm going to make this happen now. Well, did you like the most recent one where he was across the room and then like speed crawled? He to came for it? Head? Yeah. yeah, that was good. I good. enjoy that you're training your son to murder me with hammers. It's good. <laughs> it, it didn't help that he chased me around the cottage the whole time. Like I, just be thankful we didn't bring the toy hammer, Mike. Of course, yes. No, there was constantly the need to stick his hands in my eyes. That was a thing that <laughs> happened a lot. It's like he was trying to give me the mountain squeeze, you know, like just yeah. the, the, oh, the yeah. double thumbs in the eyes. I don't know. He's he's seen Game of Thrones before. He knows what's up. He gets it, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, now that you, I've berated you for that, how are you? <laughs> good, good. I should probably put these Snapchats online, I think. Start putting them on the on the Twitter. Yeah, now now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, no, I am I am doing well. Survived the cottage weekend, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a second. Yep. Old Ben is doing all kinds of things. He got his first tooth at the cottage. Yeah. Which is very exciting. That happened after we recorded. So it was kind of like, oh, we could have talked about this. Yes, that's right. Well, it might have happened before and then we just blanked on it too. I don't remember. That's also that, possible. The whole weekend was a complete blur to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't even, we, it was such a blur that we weren't there for a weekend. We were there. Sorry. For, yes. For the like week. E- everything is weekend, week. Mike. Everything yeah. is weekend. Um, yeah. When you're not at uh, work, it's the weekend. Yeah. And then uh, he's also clapping now, which okay, I think he yeah. was doing at the cottage, right? I'm pretty yeah, sure. He, he was doing that. Yeah. So that's a fun thing to do, especially when like you do something and then he starts clapping, you know, oh, just funny. completely out of the blue. But it's like, oh, that's great. I have, I have a fan club now. Yeah. Well, William is a big fan of the happy and you know it song. Okay. But he only likes the clapping verse. If you do any of the other verses, he doesn't care. But if you do, <laughs> nice. so you, so you basically, you just have to keep doing the clapping verse over and over again. Right. So, I don't know. Babies and clapping. It's all, it's a big thing all of a sudden. So, well, they're learning. They're learning yeah. stuff. Is William waving yet? Ish. Ish. Okay. He's getting there. He's getting there. We wave at him and you can see like he's doesn't, he doesn't stick his hand up and wave. But like if you wave at him, you can kind of see that like he'll have his hand at his side and he'll do like the wave, wave, like the same hand motion that you do to him. But right, he won't okay. like stick his hand in the air and wave. He'll just kind of have it at his side. Okay. Yeah. So he's like halfway there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting there. He's getting, he's got the motion, the motion of the, of the hand wave down, but. Okay. Yeah. He actually had a really good, uh, standing occasion yesterday. Oh, that's good. The music table. I think you remember the music table. I'm pretty sure we got it from you. Yes. And Ben didn't care about it. So that's why we inherited it. And he, he really likes playing the music on it. So I was like, you know what? Let's see what happens if I just kind of stand him up and lean him on it. And he yeah. stayed. And he stood like for almost a minute just leaning on this thing and pitting all the buttons. So 
Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's a big step for him. He still doesn't know how to qu- crawl, though. Still doesn't know how to crawl. <laughs> Mike, you said any day now, and I'm pretty sure this was like three months ago. <laughs> yeah, well, I, the funny thing is, is I, I've been talking to this about about this with my wife and supposedly there's like if your kid is a roller which william is yeah they tend to skip the crawling phase right okay so he could go straight to walking any day now any day now any, any day now okay so, i'll say that every week for so september months. 2020 william will take his first <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> well, um, he'd be pretty old at that point in time uh, i feel old. like that's a little a little too long of a delay if sometime uh, before that date he will be walking that's more than likely the truth yes and i, I would sure hope so anyway yes but yeah no the, that was good with he wasn't doing that kind of thing at the cottage but we still had some fun at the cottage we did our, our podcast recording it sounded pretty good uh, everyone i talked to was like it sounds great like why don't you just do that all the time and i'm like well one we're not at a cottage all the time yeah and two we we're not in the same room anymore so that's that's why we don't do that all the time but yeah. anyway I couldn't really hear the RuPaul's Drag Race, which worked, which worked out because, you know, like we talked about it a whole bunch of times. So it's good that no one could hear it. Well, I was going to say, I couldn't even really hear the babies crying either. So our our soundproof sheet <laughs> hanging from the door was more than enough to, to handle that trick. problem. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But also while we were at the cottage, we went out for, I keep wanting to say bird sanctuary. It was not a bird sanctuary. It was an aviary. Yes. Yeah, so it was a bird kingdom, I think. Bird it's kingdom, and it is—is is it not the world's largest indoor open, oh, open uh, indoor one, or something like that? I, I'm, I, I'm gonna say yes, but at the same time, it's probably a big asterisk because everything in Niagara Falls this is, is true, world's biggest or world's, world's biggest. only. It or probably whatever. it probably was at the time they made the sign. Yeah, that's and right. It's, some time has probably passed. So. Yeah. So but, do you think uh, William really appreciated the bird experience? No, he doesn't appreciate any experience at the moment. He just lets it happen. But uh, <laughs> no, it, it was a good time. He seemed to like, there was the one pink bird. I can't remember what it was called. Not the flamingo, but it it's not a flamingo, but it looks like a flamingo. He really liked that bird because it was very bright and actually came pretty close. He did reach out, try to touch it. That bird was having none of it. None of it. But I was going to say Ben's favorite things at Bird Kingdom were the tortoises and the waterfall. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The birds, I believe you could take or leave the birds. But the tortoises and the waterfall, those were the uh, the far and away first and second place right there. No, there you go. Your boy is going to be a marine biologist and a murderer. (laughs) And he'll hide all the bodies in the Bird Kingdom. That's no, no, he'll hide them in the turtle tank. So, yeah, the turtles will eat them. That's turtles got to eat true. something, right? They're yeah. omnivores, aren't they? They eat meat, I think. I think they do. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I, I don't, mo- most of my turtle knowledge stops at Teenage Mutant Ninja and then off it yes. goes. But, yes. Well, but, ir- ironically enough, our company, we're doing a job in Hamilton. We do tunneling and everything like that. And we found a tortoise on our job site. Oh, really? A like 100 year old tortoise, exactly like the one in the, the bird sanctuary. It well, you should have brought it home. Yes, it escaped from a neighbor's house. Oh. So, so you go ahead and figure out how on earth a tortoise can escape from a neighbor's house and wander over to a job site because I have no idea. That's fun. That's a yes, fun time. Yes, it is fun. You know what else is fun? Cramming 
44 episodes of a podcast into your life in like five days. That doesn't sound like fun to me. No? Could you not imagine yourself doing that? I I couldn't listen to us for five days in a row. (laughs) (laughs) But someone managed to, and they sent an email into us, like you can, at the dads at part-timeners, fulltimedads.com. And we're going to get to that letter right now. Okay. Hey, Mike and Chris. I've listened to all 44 episodes of the podcast starting Monday, July 15th, going through to the time of writing July 20th. I've made tweets, which is true. He's been very active on the Twitter. Sent messages and posted on Facebook to prove that I actually have done this. This is true. He would like he was giving me this is another Mike who's sending this in. He he was uh, sending me like episode by episode breakdowns of like this is the episode I'm on now, <laughs> like all the, the whole time. <laughs> this is what you guys spoke about. Yes, Nikolai may have the record for longest email, but no one will ever beat my listenership record. I have no life. At least he admits it, right? Yeah. I am one of those people that once I set my mind to something, I get it done. Most of the time, I married my lovely wife, Karen. We have one cat, Lacey. We are not having children. Life has thrown us some obstacles, and we understand that there's just no way that we can have kids. So I'm living vicariously through this awesome podcast. So there you go. He's learning all about the fun world of kids and dads and such through you and me. That's right. And keyword, awesome. Yes, awesome, definitely. I was born with a mild case of cerebral palsy, and it turns out for at least the last year and a half, if not longer, I've had excess fluid building on my brain. I had brain surgery to correct this, and I'm doing much better. The CP runs down the entirety of the right side of my body. My right hand and foot are smaller than my left. And, well, as far as I know, being bored with CD- CP is not hereditary. This is something that has always been my biggest fear, and having my own children, passing it on to them, and having it go through what I went through as a kid... I got made fun of. I got bullied a lot back in the 80s. I bring up where CP affects me because in one of the episodes you were talking about which arms you use to hold your kids, shifting your weight and all that. I have only one choice and it would be very disastrous. Now, I don't know about you, but this was actually something that I thought about, about having kids before because my mom, she had uh, an illness before I was born and she always warned me to keep an eye out because that could be something that I have. Right. So it's called Jillian Barr syndrome, and it's kind of like a nerve disorder. And it affected my mom before I was born. But so I've been very wary of flu shots because she's pretty sure that something in the flu shot was actually what like they, they told her the flu shot was what activated this thing. Oh, so, OK. So I like never got flu shots because it was like you could get it and right, then, it would trigger something in your body or whatever. Exactly. And then one day we were talking about having kids and I was like, I don't want my kid to have this. And for the first time ever, I Googled is Jillian Barr syndrome hereditary and it is not. So (laughs) (laughs) hooray. So all this time I've been not having flu shots and getting the flu because it was just kind of like a maybe, maybe. And it's no, that's not something that happens. So it's not something I, I worried about passing on to my son and i actually ended up getting the flu shot for the very first time this past year so and you survived that's good yeah so I, I, was... compl- I completely understand where like passing down stuff is a concern yeah because like, we have the same problem in our family so yeah so there you go it's something to think about something to think mm-hmm. about. i have listened to and worked with mike for years with twig that was my old podcast so this week in geek and oh my goodness, that's a reference to my old podcast, Got You and Laura, an interview with Phil Lamar, which was probably one of the highlights of that old podcast. 
So our friendship or podcast ship, whatever you want to call it, is why I binged through the entire podcast to its current release, and I've been listening to podcasts since 2007. My record of binge listening to episodes was 15 to 20 back in 2007. Well, 44 in five days has definitely shattered that record. I love the chemistry you both have. I love the stories and, of course, the nerdiness. Admittedly, during the Walking Dead and Game of Thrones segments, I sort of fast-forwarded through those as I'm not a fan of those franchises, but I've still heard 90% of those discussions. I'm a hypocrite at times. I loathe the things that are so popular that I can't escape them. That sounds like Laura. Laura yeah. used to be Laura's like that. Game of Thrones this, Game of Thrones that. Anyway, I digress. I think my favorite episode so far was episode 26, which is all the false starts. Which is why the one where I just could not start the episode. I don't know if you remember that one. Yes, I went back actually after reading the email and I'd listened to the first five minutes. And yeah, it's a pretty good one. It's, it's a great a one, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. So there you go, folks. Episode 26. If you want to laugh real quick, just go listen to the beginning of that episode. Smart home talk was super interesting, yet at times, some of that crap scares the hell out of me. Watch the Disney Channel original movie. I don't think I will watch this movie because it's a Disney Channel original movie. <laughs> the Smart House with Katie Seagal, and you'll see what I mean, or if you've seen 2001. Uh, I'm, I think of Watch Dogs. I don't know if you've seen played the game Watch Dogs. I have not, but I'm familiar with what it is. One of the games, there's literally a company that's like, hey, we make smart homes, and... Uh, they have like a model home that you go to and the the character just hacks it to try and get the company to go out of business, like just to, to make it go crazy and stuff. And right. I mean, but I mean, the hacking in Watch Dogs is like, I pointed my phone at it. Now it does what I want, you know, like, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, not, not super realistic. Yeah. Grain of grain of salt. So. Chris, for the love of all things that are nerdy, please make sure that Ben does not turn into a serial killer. I do not. But it's too late. He's like making it happen. Yes, You're too right. late. Whoops. I don't want to see one of those investigation discovery shows with the Blonskis from Canada that have been killed by their three-year-old son who felt that they didn't bounce him enough or, or something. Now, if you really were listening to this show, you would know that he sh you should have said that he should have shaken his child and not bounced him because we cannot <laughs> say bounce on this show. I'm sure this isn't as long as Nikolai's email, so his status is intact. Keep up the excellent work, and I'll keep promoting the show to all the nerdy dads I know. Can't wait to hear more adventures from the Laidman and Blonsky families. Great. Now I have to wait for you guys to put up all new episodes. That's the problem with binge listening. Anything, it runs out. So there you go. That's the whole shebang. That's quite the email, Mike. It is. It's been a while since we had a whopper of an email like that. Yes, it's substantial. That's how I would describe it, Mike. Substantial. I, I would agree. Substantial <laughs> is a good word. I'm trying to pull up another thing that we received as a as a message. Thus, my yes, I I understand your yes, my reaching your, little, your je ne sais quoi. My reaching for time. That's yeah. that's what's that's what's happening here. I, I've I've got it pulled up. Oh well, then why if don't you like take me it? Because I'm it. still I just I was quicker on the old thumb dial. Apparently there. so. Go for yeah. it, my friend. So uh, we actually asked this question. What was it? End of last episode? Must have been. I think so. Yeah, it must have been about you know stories about taking your kids on vacation and uh, Carrie, who is I believe she's written in before. If not, her counterpart Aaron has, uh, and she. I said, think Aaron has. Aaron has for sure. I know that. Uh, anyway, she says that Aaron, our other halves and our three tilts. Oh, my God, Mike. Going to start that again. Yeah, why not? Uh, Aaron, our other halves and our three children took a trip to Myrtle Beach in 2018. 
One car, 10 days, and still one of my favorite vacations as the kids still talk about it. So there you go. I think our kids are probably a little bit still young to remember anything about this cottage trip. Well, they certainly can't talk about it. That's for sure. No, that's true. That's true. But uh, I can definitely see, you know, I've got a lot of favorite vacations in the past and stuff, too. So hopefully they'll have the same the same thing in the future. Perhaps so. Perhaps Mm -hmm. so. We can only hope Mm -hmm. if we do a good enough job as parents. (laughs) Maybe they'll have yeah, these fond maybe. memories as well. Yeah. I remember having a great vacation. No, my kid's going to remember the terrible vacations. That's what he's going to remember. He's going to be forced to remember them. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, there was actually something I meant to mention during uh, the email with Mike is Mike mentioned that we talked to each other from podcasting. What actually happened was after our discussion on The Walking Dead a few episodes ago, Mike reached out. And said, hey, like, I do a comic podcast. Why don't you come and talk about comics with me? And I've, you know, he's been asking me for like four years to be on this comic podcast. And I've been like, you know, dodging him left and right. But (laughs) anyway. (laughs) Oh, my. No, I I haven't. I just, I just wasn't podcasting. I mean, you, we've talked on this show about how I definitely was not in, a podcasting mood for a very long time when you were like, we should do a podcast about being dads. And I'm like, shut up. I don't want to do this. Uh, yes. But that's exactly the words too. That's exactly what I said. That's yeah. why you want your kid to, to kill me is because I took too long to sign. Yes, on this, exactly. To the podcast. Exactly. But I finally, I finally was like, okay, well let's, let's do this. Let's talk about comics. And uh, yeah, I had, a, I had a wonderful chat about comics and it's funny. Cause I said, I don't have comics for the first time ever. I don't have a, you know, any comics, being pulled for me in, in the comic shop. And he and I had a lengthy conversation about digital comics and how he only basically exclusively buys digital comics at this point. And during the conversation, uh, actually after the conversation, he was telling me about Comixology, which is an app that I've thought about using, but I figured if I went on Comixology, I'd go off the deep end and start buying a crap ton of comics on there again. Okay. He uses Comixology to read, because he only does digital right now. And... He's like, there is some comics that I think that you should read and I have them. But so like, if you, if you want, I can give you my comicsology password and you can read a couple of those comics. And I'm like, all right, sounds good. I mean, I'm not reading any other comics right now. So why not? So I, I logged into his account and I've been reading anything in his account that is not the comics he said that you should read. I'm reading everything everywhere. <laughs> like <laughs> he's got like all of these comics and I'm like, I'm going to read this one. I'm going to read this one. So I, I did open the one that he's like, you should read this one. But I, I've been reading a whole bunch of stuff. I've been reading like Batman White Knight, which is a story about like the Joker becoming sane and like suing the city. At least that's oh, what's okay. going on so far. There's all sorts of fun, fun comics that I'm reading that are not the comic that he's like, you should read this comic. <laughs> See, what what started it was because one of the comics that he has is a, a Star Trek comic about the Mirror Universe you remember the Ymir universe where everybody had goatees and was evil? Yes, that's right. Yeah, e- all yeah. the evil good guys, yeah. Yes, that was a book that I was reading on a different service, and I, that service actually lost it before I finished reading it. So that's where I started, was I started reading that book, and then it was like, well, then I could read this book, too, and this book, and this book, and now I'm, like, not reading at all the... the <laughs> but the but the addiction is clearly still there, though. Yeah, it's just yeah, true. You, you, well, have when, not, you have not strayed too far from the herd here. Well, when you have access to all this free comics, right, it's kind of like, well, I'm going to read all... I told them as a joke, I'm like, I'm not going to go on your account and buy a ton of comics. I mean, I, I mean, you know, 
I'm not going to use his money to buy my comic. <laughs> but the I actually did because I have a Comicsology account myself, which I've used to on a. Free, they have a bunch of free comics. I okay. actually used my Comicsology account. There was there was a, a San Diego Comic Con sale, and during our talks on his podcast, uh, which is called the Pull Bag, and I think the episode comes up at the end of the month so if you want to listen to me on another podcast it's where i also talk about this podcast and also talk talk about comic books that's i think at the end of the month we'll we'll post a link to it on our twitter and facebook when it finally goes up but i had the uh, my own comiXology account i went on and i was talking to him about how the current artist for spider-man is one of my favorite artists and i've been meaning to get into it because i really like that artist i don't know anything about the stories but I, I really like the artist. And as it turned out, there was a San Diego Comic-Con sale on Marvel books where okay. they were selling the the trade paperbacks, which if you recall, we talked about the trades. You were like, I don't know what those are. And I just explained those to you. Do you still remember? I, I do remember. Okay. I will never forget this lesson, Mike. You better not. It touched anyway. me. It touched me close to home. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were selling the trade paperbacks in a digital form, obviously for three bucks for of that new series okay and i uh, i know for a fact that the physical versions of those books are like 17 dollars. so it was like okay well three bucks is isn't too bad so i dropped a couple bucks on those trades and uh and i'm gonna read those but i mean i'm not gonna go off the deep end and buy a crap set of comics or anything but you know it's it's started something I, so I mean, I've, so here's a here's a question is how do you how do you read your digital comics then? Do you like turn your tablet sideways and kind of pretend it's a book or? Yeah, definitely. Like yeah. there's there's two ways that you can do it because you can do it. Yeah. On, I can do it on my phone as well. Like because it's a it's a phone tablet app, right? Sure. Android. Okay. The so phone what, seems like a very bad experience though. Well, what you can do is you can zoom in on the panels. Like there's like a reading mode where you tap on the panel and it enlarges it to just the current panel. Oh, okay. So, like, the entire screen will just be one panel. And it's not like the entire page is all shrunk down on the screen. It's, like, just the one. You can do it that way. You can, if you have a larger tablet, then obviously it makes sense to look at the whole page. But my tablet's a little smaller, so I've been looking at it panel by panel. It gives me a good view where I can actually, like, take a look at the art and stuff as well. Right, okay. But, yeah, no, it's it's easy. You just download the book flip through and ta-da <laughs> okay again. and it's a good experience so that's that's good to know. exactly exactly like i'm like i said not going off the deep end for my wife who's gonna be like probably listening to this and being like oh damn it he's back into comics no no i spent <laughs> i spent like three dollars on three trades like yeah. three dollars each yeah, you're not going trades, to the poor so. house yet not yet no just wait till next month. No, uh, no. So, but yeah, uh, I'll, that way I can give this comic a shot. And if I really like it, cause I mean, it's what it's Spider-Man drawn by one of my favorite artists. I like Spider-Man and it's my favorite artist. So yeah. it's like, okay, like, this can't go wrong, especially for $3. Yeah, so. that's right. It's a given. Yeah. But that was a comic con sale and comic con itself was actually this past week. And there was a ton ton of news and all sorts of fun nerdy stuff whether you're a fan of books or movies or tv and all that stuff there was no shortage of news collectibles collectibles it was tons of stuff too if you're a big fan of that thing now i don't know about you like i know you're not a big 
collectible guy. You don't no. have shelves like me that are covered in things. I hate San Diego Comic-Con exclusives. I hate them so much. But is that not the biggest? Like, that is Comic-Con, is it yes. not? Yeah. It's, there's a lot of people who go to Comic-Con for the exclusives. And it's the worst because a lot of the exclusives are things that I really like and I would like to have. And I refuse to pay the prices that scalpers put them all on the internet for. Right, okay. So, like, a perfect example is, I mean, you've seen my record collection, I have, yes. It's, uh, it's substantial. A lot of the records that I buy are video game soundtracks. And right. there's a And there's a vendor called Mondo who puts out a lot of them. And they have a deal with Konami where they've been putting out Konami soundtracks. So that's like the Castlevania soundtracks and the Silent Hill soundtracks, which are all fantastic soundtracks. I have, the, I have both Silent Hill 1 and Silent Hill 2. And on the Silent Hill 2 sleeve when i bought it there was an ad on a sticker that was like coming soon metal gear solid and i was like damn it they got me like they already (laughs) they know they know that i'm gonna do this well at comic-con this year they did a san diego comic-con exclusive vinyl for the metal gear solid soundtrack now it will be released regularly at some point, I think at the end of the summer, where I can buy it for a normal price. But of course, the San Diego Comic-Con version looks way better than the regular version. Like, oh, really? It's, it's so much nicer looking. Because they it's all custom artwork and everything like that. Uh, US prices, they sold it for $35. How much do you think it was when I went on eBay to see how much the people were selling it for? Oh, it's got to be at least 10 times. I would say 350 uh, maybe not that high, but oh, okay. over a hundred, like a hundred and thirty, hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, so they're going for five times. Okay, that's yeah. still a crazy markup, that's, though. That is nuts. And I will say that once and only once, I've fallen for this San Diego Comic Con exclusive thing. Neca, Neca, the the toy maker, the adult adult toy maker that makes it sound like it's like a freaking yeah light. that that's what i was but thinking it's not, immediately it's not yeah. at all they call it adult because it's like for collectors it's not like hey we made these figures for kids they're, they're right made yeah for, you're not going to give them to william to play with sort of deal yeah they're made for adult collectors and they have they do a license for aliens and i'm a big fan of aliens the films i'm sure you have seen my giant shelf of aliens figures i have well, I don't know if it's ever stuck out to you, but there is a yellow one in the corner. Oh, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I can't, yeah, I can't no say I've ever studied it with that level of Apparently, detail. Apparently, like, no, no, you don't care. So yeah. why would you? But one of them, the next time you're over, take a look. One of them is yellow and the rest of them are all mostly black. There's a couple others that are whatever, whatever. But the yellow one was a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. And it the whole point of it is it is the sewer mutant alien. And it is a reference to a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon episode. Do you you watch the Ninja Turtles cartoon? I did. Well, I watched the one back in the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. There is there's an episode where aliens that look like meatballs are put on pizzas. Okay. I do, you, do I vaguely recall. Yes. And then these giant yellow aliens come out and they look vaguely like the aliens from the alien movies. Okay. Well, they made one that is that that's that color yellow, 
as, as a figure, as a reference to this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing. And I, right. I was like, I have to. I have to get it because <laughs> you need it, yeah. Yeah, and and I paid I paid more than than it was. Like it was I think they sold it for $30 and I think I paid 60 plus shipping. But Oof. still, like it's way more it, than it was. It's what no was it's not 150 bucks though. Yeah. So that's a, that's a perk. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, but again, the same guys, NECA, they released some more alien figures this year that I was like, ugh, I want that. Like half of it I didn't even want because it was um they did a series because there's there's comics. They did comic crossovers where aliens and Predator fought Batman and Superman. Right. So it was like a, a Superman uh, that came a Superman and an aliens two pack. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I don't care about Superman. I just want the alien in the pack. Right. But like they were selling it for like 60 bucks. So it's like 170 bucks on eBay and all that stuff. And I'm like, okay, I can't really justify it when I only want half of it. You know, that kind of, thing. <laughs> so, you could flip the other half potentially, right? Oh, pro- possibly, but I, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. But yeah, no, I, I, uh, I'm not a big fan of those San Diego comic-con exclusives. I actually have one other one. I completely forgot that I have this. I bought it at a fan expo years ago. Do you, well, obviously, you know, transformers. Yes. There is a line of Transformers figures from, I can't remember, it was called Alternators, and it was real cars. So, the, the, they were licensed cars. Oh, so, okay. like, like, one of them was a Viper and stuff like that, and Optimus Prime was a, was a Dodge Ram. You know, like, it's all, they're all licensed cars. Right, yeah. And they did a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Nemesis Prime. Now, I have, I... I do not doubt that you do not know who Nemesis Prime is. Yeah, I don't think I know who that is. Nemesis Prime is evil Optimus Prime. He's basically Optimus Prime with black and teal. I was going to say, I kind of gathered from the name that he was bad Optimus Prime. Yes. But so I they don't know did anything a, about him, though. Yeah, they did a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Nemesis Prime alternator Dodge Ram. And I bought that at Fan Expo the year after it came out. And I was a big fan of that. Like, that's still sitting here on my shelf. And that's... Here, that's all nice. It's getting it's getting a little dusty. I need to dust better. Right. You know, it's it's on the low shelf. It's it could be a little more. Yeah. You, you have know. kids for that now, Mike. Let them dust it. Just roll over everything and dust yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. William's got a new t shirt because for my birthday, Laura got us matching Godzilla t shirts. Yeah. And he was rolling all over the floor. Thank you, Hudson, for your white you know, white and orange hair. That kid was just so covered in hair because it's a yeah. black shirt, right? Sure, like, of course. Yeah. Like it looked like a third cat. Well, a fourth cat. I mean, fourth, <laughs> fourth cat. Yeah. I have a lot of cats. I, I was used to saying we have a third cat whenever there was like a giant pile of hair or something. Yeah. But yeah. So San Diego Comic Con, that was a big fun thing. I don't know if you heard about uh, the Game of Thrones panel, all the fun stuff that happened at the Game of Thrones panel. I I haven't read deep into it. I do know that uh, the creators D and D had the audacity to not show up to the Game of Thrones panel, which apparently kind of irked a huge portion of the fan base who had attended. Because I, I guess their plan was to tell them how bad they are at uh, at writing TV shows and stuff. Yeah, I think that was the plan. I know Seth Rogen made fun of them in his panel. Yeah, because he because- was before i think he's he was, after was he after I, okay. I think he was after yeah and he's like 
he made a comment about like his show Preacher, how he's they're trying to make the show very faithful to the book that Preacher is based off of. Right. And he's like, you know, nobody's telling me that I'm doing a shitty job. You know, I didn't need to not come to my panel at the last minute because <laughs> I was afraid of what the fans might ask me in a Q&A. Like, yeah. So. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, and didn't they um, didn't they actually for the first time ever on Twitter or something along those lines suggest that at these panels are not meant to take your anger out and you should be civil and that sort of thing? Oh, I'm pretty maybe. sure it may not have been the official Comic-Con Twitter, but it's somebody important enough that it got some airtime. Yeah, I, I did see that uh, the guy who played Jamie Lannister, I'm not going to attempt his name because I'll never say it right. Yeah, uh, I did see that he said something to the effect of like, Look, it's the end of a it's the end of a popular TV show. Some people are going to like it. Some people are going to hate it. Just don't call people names. Like yes. it, it's it's a good message. I thought, well, and he also said that he thought the ending for Jamie Lannister was perfect, which apparently elicited a shit ton of. Uh, I booing. heard there was a loud boo. Yes, yes. Yeah. I also heard that uh, the guy who played Varys made a comment about how people have been taking reactions of the of the cast. And blowing them out of proportion, like yes. uh, like the video of him throwing his script down, and as his like silent protest about how he hated the show, and he's like, "That's not, that's not what happened." It, yeah, it, I just threw, I put my script down. Like, yeah, calm down, I, people. And I can't, I can't blame him because that one, I know that one in particular got referenced a lot. Yeah, because he was so enraged that yeah, he slammed it on the table or some shit. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. I, there was a, like oh, a ton of other things I remember, like just stuff taken out of context, like all over the place. Like, like they would ask people, like, "What? What do you? How great is the final season?" And they'd sit there and be like, "Smile," eee! and like they don't want to say anything about the final season. Like they're probably told not to talk about the final season. No, it's exactly. not them being like, I don't want to say that it's shitty. Like that's what people took it as. Right? Well, and it's probably one of those things is no matter what they say, they're going to get shit on either way. Yeah. Right. Oh, he's lying because he said it was good. Oh, can you believe he said it was awful? You know, like it's a lose yeah, lose yeah, yeah. for them. Right. Yeah. Did you see was, all the uh, all the Marvel movies I and did. TV I, shows? And holy cow! I was I, I found out what time that panel was, okay. and we were watching Jaws four, which is terrible. Oh, you did watch it? Oh, we my did watch God. Jaws four. We watched it Saturday night, and while we watched it, I constantly was refreshing the panel because uh, right. I had Twitter up, so I was just refreshing mm. Twitter to see what got announced next. So. I do have to laugh that so many people were like, holy shit, we're getting t- 10 movies. And it was like, no, half of this is, is Disney shows. Like you, you had to know that they were going to be talking about the Disney shows because they oh, had, yeah. they had actors from the Disney shows there. So like, obviously, well, I mean, what, the, what better way to push their, the Disney plus stuff, right? With their hugely popular MCU universe. Yeah. So they were able to talk about, you know, the Falcon and Winter Soldier show, which I'm shocked actually didn't get a change in title. Because from what I understand, Falcon shows up as Captain America at some point in that show. Right. Because they, well, they, he was doing an interview with somebody who was like, have you seen the Captain America costume and, that you have, that you wear? And he's like, I had my first fitting today kind of a thing. So he's in the, at some point he will be in the captain america costume so yeah well and the logo of the show itself has the captain america shield on it so i mean they're not hiding it from anybody yeah 
If, but, if, uh, if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame, don't listen to the last, like, two minutes of us talking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't listen to that. Well, it wouldn't have spoiled anything. It wouldn't have spoiled it. They have right, to piece right. it together on their own. Of course, of course. <laughs> so which, <laughs> which of the ten announced Marvel things are you most excited for? Or should we run them through them real quick first? Well, do you have the list handy? I, I do have the list. Okay, go through the list. So I'm going to read it in chronological order in mm-hmm. which they're releasing, okay? Okay. So the first one, May 1st, 2020, the Black Widow standalone movie comes out. Mm-hmm. Then fall 2020 is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's the Disney Plus TV show. Yep. What does this say? November 6th, 2020 is Marvel's Eternals, which I know fuck all about what the hell that is. But I know Angelina Jolie is in that show. So and, or in and that movie. Rob Stark is in that show, too. Oh, well, there you go. February 12th, 2021 is your favorite Shang-Chi. <laughs> yeah yeah shang chi yeah. yeah legend of the 10 rings then spring 2021 is wandavision which is another disney plus product mm-hmm. may 7th 2021 doctor strange and the multiverse of madness spring 2021 loki a disney plus show summer 2021 is marvel what if which i i don't know anything about that so maybe you can illuminate that if you do yeah uh so the what if show is it's based on an actual comic that Marvel produces randomly called What If. And what it is, is they do stories. They take popular stories from, from their fiction and go, well, what if this had happened instead? Like, perfect example, Spider-Man has uh, the, you know, the Venom symbiote. And okay. it's, instead of, it's what if he kept it instead of getting rid of it. Like that kind of a story. Oh, or, okay. Or there's like another story where like uh, Wolverine came really close to killing the Hulk. And so it's like, well, what if Wolverine went crazy and killed the Hulk? And or actually did like it, that. okay. Or uh, there's actually one that's one I have that's actually worth quite a bit. It was what if Spider-Man and Mary Jane had a daughter and she became Spider-Woman. And that one was actually... It, it was kind of a fluke. They just did it, and it became super popular. It became its own. It became its own cartoon, or not cartoon. Uh, its own comic, actually. But in this case, the What If show is a cartoon about the stories that have been told in the movies. So it's what if something in the movies happened differently. So they haven't given any examples, or no? I think there's one. It's like what if Loki had the Thor's hammer instead, or something. Oh, like okay. That. And it's kind of a cool idea, though. It is. It is. And they actually have, from what I've seen, the majority of the cast is coming back to prize their roles as their characters. They they only showed, like, hey, here's who's confirmed to be on board. And it was a lot of people. But there was a couple that weren't there, which makes me wonder, like, okay, but are they going to do scenes where, like, some voice actor, you know, takes over their spot, even right. though other people are, are doing it? Like, is it going to be Chris Hemsworth talking to a guy doing a Tony Stark impression? You know, like. Right. Yeah. I guess it, we'll see. We'll that'll see. That'll be interesting. Well, that's kind of a cool idea. Yeah. Um, it's a really cool idea. Yeah, it is. I, I like it. I mean, it's kind of a never ending. Like, they'll never run out of ideas. It's really? something sorry, that I never, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's something I never expected I would ever see. Like if, if they were like, what's a Marvel property you like that you'd like to see a TV show of? 
what if you know (laughs) that's not the one i go to well i'm i'm drawn to it because i really like the alternate history i don't know what you call them those alternate history like fictions right so like what if hitler had died like that kind of stuff what if i really died what do you know yes i know don't i'll tell you after (laughs) off air (laughs) but i really like those so this seems like kind of right up my alley so yeah i'm I'm interested to see it Mm -hmm. two more two more uh, Hawkeye Fall 2021. That's a Disney Plus TV show. I think we had alluded or not alluded to. We had spoken about it briefly a few episodes back that it yep. was coming. I'm sure my wife will be thrilled because she Why, hates she, Hawkeye. I was gonna say she hate, <laughs> well, she might like this because from what I understand, it's him passing the mantle of Hawkeye to another person. Yeah, to his. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not say. his daughter. It's a different. Oh, I had her name. daughter. Okay. It's a lot of people were like, it's his daughter. It's not his daughter. It's just okay. somebody who else who wants to be Hawkeye. Spoilers, Mike. My God. Well, what do you want? They they named her. They said <laughs> okay. in the press release that Kate Bishop is in the show. Oh, all right. And oh. Kate Bishop is not named Hawkeye Jr. or whatever, right? <laughs> but she should be. Right, right. Uh, and then last but not least, November 5th, 2021, Thor, Love and Thunder. Yes. Those are the big ones. I think there's yes. some other ones. I think Blade, Blade, there's a movie for that. From what one. I saw, from what I saw, that everything that they announced in that pie, or not pie chart, that chart that they put together, yes, that's phase four in its entirety. Everything yes. else that they mentioned is not phase four. So phase five will include things like Blade and black panther 2 and i was gonna say yeah they teased a little bit of phase five yeah yeah so they they mentioned because i we know that there's a guardians of the galaxy 3 coming and chances are the reason the guardians of the galaxy 3 is in phase five and not phase four is because you know they fired that guy for a while and and now there's the you know oh well now he's got to finish some other movie first before he can come back so that's they probably moved it to phase five to give him time to right to work on it but there, that was that movie, and then there's a couple others, too, that have been alluded to. A Fantastic Four movie and an X-Men movie were alluded to. He said, we haven't talked about mutants. And then that's all he said. And then somebody asked him during like an interview after, like Kevin Feige. They're like, when you say mutants, do you mean he's like, I mean the X-Men? Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah. like, what, what else like, would, you, would, would you mean, I think? Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, so he did confirm that, yes, he was talking about the X-Men. And he did say, he said, our take on the X-Men is, is very different than, than what Fox did. So I, it's, I, I'm, I'm interested to see what now, they're going to do. I'm very interested in that. You know, we've discussed before, I really like the X-Men comic show, like our comic show. Like, the uh, comic show. The, the animated TV show. I really yeah. like those. So I'm curious to see how that goes. Well, what of the announced titles are you most excited to see? Of the ones we just discussed? Yeah, yeah. The listed titles. I've got to say, I'm very curious for Eternals because, like I said, I have no idea at all of what that is. Um, And in Thor, I I really loved what they did with Thor Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. So I'm very excited to see what they do with Thor Love and Thunder. I know the big reveal was that Natalie Portman is now back as female thor yes so i don't know if female thor actually has a real name but that's what everybody's talking well yeah no it's it's she's playing the same character that she played in the other the other thor movies yeah so she's jane foster still because that's what the the big reveal was is see you don't read comics so you don't know this but a few years ago there was keep rubbing it in mike yeah yeah there was a female thor and female thor 
it was it was a mystery for a while like who the hell is female thor and there were all sorts of theories about who female thor was and the running theme was that that female Thor was going to turn out to be Valkyrie, if I remember correctly. People thought it was going to be Valkyrie. Right. Valkyrie does not look like Valkyrie in the movies. Valkyrie in the comics was a blonde white woman. And in the movies, it's Tessa Thompson. So people were like, oh, it's just going to it's going to turn out to be Valkyrie. Well, no, it turned out that it was Jane Foster, who's not blonde. And she just transforms into that look when when she had when she was Thor. So that's the story that they're they're doing is is her as Thor. I'm curious as if they're going to to do the same story completely because Thor, where the Jane Foster Thor, when she was Thor, she was super powerful. When right. she was regular old Jane Foster, she was dying of cancer. Yeah, I was gonna say she was just this weak character. Yeah, basically. but she yeah. was even more weak when she was in Thor yeah, because yeah. she was again dying of cancer <laughs> so i'm curious as if they'll go with that that spin on it uh yeah, it's, where it's hard to say yeah yeah actually i i really enjoy looking at all the thor logos that they've gone full 80s yes with this logo it My looks like God. a he-man logo it really does yeah thor thor is the one as well as doctor strange that i'm most excited about Okay. The fact that they're they're billing Doctor Strange as a horror movie is what's intriguing me. Oh, are they? I didn't see that. Yes, they definitely said that it was like this is our first this is going to be the first take on a scary movie in the Marvel universe. And I like that. I like that they do that kind of thing where it's like, oh yeah, it's a superhero movie, but it's also this. Like when right. Ant-Man was also a heist movie and how Winter Soldier is also a political thriller, you know, like that kind of thing. Right. So, okay. I am excited to see what they're going to do in regards to it being quote unquote horror. And the villain is nightmare who is, I mean, he's the Lord of nightmares. So it should be, it should (laughs) be interesting. And the title also multiverse is what intrigues me, which makes me wonder if they're going to, you know, do something with like referencing alternate universes, like Spider-Man alluded to that there might be alternate universes out there. So who knows? Who knows? Is there any of the announced movies slash shows that are just registering a zero on the interest scale for you? Uh, Eternals. Actually. Really? Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, the, the thing is, and it's not like uh, Eternals is, is, I remember Eternals being a big deal. And I okay. remember there being a comic about, like they did this whole thing, uh, like it was a relaunch in like, I want to say, 2006 or something where they made this big deal where they brought in like Neil Gaiman who's like an amazing comic book writer he's he's well known I mean you'd probably know Neil Gaiman as just a writer in general he's a very yeah. popular writer Neil Gaiman wrote a take on the Eternals years ago like in like I think it was like I said like 2006 or something like that and I remember they made such a big deal about it and I'm like all right well I got to pick it up and I read it and I don't remember anything about it. Nothing. So, okay. So just not interesting then. Yeah. Like I remember the logo and I remember what some of the characters costumes look like. I can't remember any characters names. I don't remember what happened. I think, th- I think the celestials were there. I know what the celestials are. Like, right. If the celestials show up, the celestials actually have been in one of the Marvel movies. So, but they were never named guardians of the galaxy has a celestial in it. 
in a flashback sequence when they're talking to the collector about the power stone, like when they're like, you know, he's, he's explaining what it is. There's a flashback and in the flashback is a celestial. So if the celestials show up in the Eternals, that's the, you know, the, oh, okay. That's maybe where he's, you'll see another celestial. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. For me, it's probably uh one division. I have zero interest yeah. <laughs> in that. You but not, I would, is it I, Wanda I, or Vision that you don't like? Or is it the name? I think it's probably the name. I, I actually quite like Wanda as a character. But Vision to me, I, I don't know. I always found him very uninteresting. But I don't know. That's just my I, opinion. I've felt the same. Like as Vision as a comic character has always been, you know, I don't care. Yeah, he's there. Yeah. There is a series. They did a, v- a Vision solo series maybe like two years ago. Okay. And apparently it's phenomenal. I haven't read it. I just heard it's really good. He mm-hmm. has like, he makes himself a family and it's about him like living at home with like his Vision children. He like makes, <laughs> he, he makes like children that look like him and stuff like that. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Apparently it's very good. I've never read it myself, but. I doubt that that's what they're going to do. It would be interesting if they did that because in the comics, Wanda essentially creates children for her and, and Vision. She just is like, I'm just going to make them. Like, just makes them out of thin air. And what I was like, going to say, yeah, because there are some of the most powerful characters in the entire MCU uh, world, right? Mm-hmm. The kids actually end up coming back later and they become like important in different ways. So that could be the beginning of that. But. You never know. I mean, it, chances are it might just be a story about Wanda being like, oh, now Vision's back. Yeah. You know, like, who knows? <laughs> it, who who knows? Yeah. I don't know if there was anything else that you saw that was at Comic-Con. I don't know if you saw the Watchmen trailer for the HBO show. I did not. So Watchmen, very popular comic. Mm-hmm. One of the best comic series I've ever read. They made a movie of it a couple years ago. This is not a sequel to the movie or anything like that. It has nothing to do with the movie. But the the show itself is a sequel to the comic. Like it's it's an extension of that story. Oh, and I okay. watched the, I watched the trailer for it and I had no idea what was going on. Nothing. No clue. Nada. Because it was confusing or because you have no history with it. Oh, no, I have tons of history okay, with Watchmen. Okay. I know all about Watchmen. And I watched it, and I was like, I'm not sure what's going on. I don't know if I oh. should be excited about this. And I actually talked to somebody else about it. I'm like, what did you, he's like, what did you think of Watchmen? I'm like, I don't know what was happening. And he's like, yeah, me either. It looks cool, though. And I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, so we'll see, we'll see about yeah. that. Uh, watch that. Well, Mike, Mike, I got one question for you. I know we're starting to run a little long here. Yeah, I didn't start my timer because I am irresponsible. No, well, that's good. Yes. Mike, what is your take on topless male volleyball? Like Top Gun? Yeah. Are you into it? Are you feeling the new Top Gun Maverick movie? (laughs) You know what the funny thing is? In my old job, if you recall, I worked advertising for paramount pictures yes i have been hearing for like a decade that that movie was coming oh, okay okay and so this is fact, not a surprise for you. yeah so that it finally materialized i was like holy shit this is actually happening finally <laughs> yes that was that was a bit of a surprise i my biggest question from that trailer was 
Why is he flying like old planes? Like, don't they have better jets than that still? Like, well, he's flying what F 18s I think. I think he's flying like an F 18. Yeah, they're still, a, they're still, they are old, but they're still active. Planes. Are they still active? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. I thought they'd all been retired and everybody's flying around F 30 Raptors or something. So, so here, here's a fun fact that I actually just found out. So, you know, in the original Top Gun, like, are you f- familiar with it? Uh, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I do know of that film, yeah. Okay, so they used to fly F-14s, like the Tomcats. Yep. Did you know that the United States destroyed their entire F-14 fleet? Like, scrapped it, ripped them all out of, like, like warplane museums and everything so that the Iranian forces would not get their hands on any spare parts. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was my reaction, too. (laughs) <laughs> wow that's your fun fact of the day yeah they destroyed everything when they, they when they kind of put them out of service did the iranians have them yeah they have them because they had sold them to them or something like that or oh. had gotten gotten there somehow anyway oh wow okay yeah. well that's seems like overkill yeah that's what i think <laughs> but there is an f-14 at the very end of the trailer so oh, is it a go. computer graphic f-14 is it a real one it's probably if see that's the thing I couldn't tell the difference how like well how supposedly you- supposedly all the like the airplane stuff that goes on is one hundred percent real in this yeah movie. oh I know Tom Cruise flew a plane he learned to fly jet fighters to fly for this movie yeah. which is it's it's uh, it's a Tom Cruise story like that's the thing that you hear about Tom Cruise and you're like yep. <laughs> yeah, you know, I believe like, it. I believe like, it. Like, oh yeah, he he hung up, he hung by his hands off the side of a plane for the beginning of a Mission Impossible movie. Yep, okay, that's Tom Cruise. <laughs> I, oh, he got to respect the guy. You he gotta. broke his he broke his foot and then finished the scene. Yep, that's Tom Cruise. <laughs> <You know? laughs> my my favorite Tom Cruise story is actually it is comic book related actually, and it's. Regarding uh, an artist named Rob Liefeld, do you know Rob Liefeld? No, he's the artist. That, the artist that is known for for not being able to draw hands and feet. Oh, okay, he's, he's the creator of Deadpool, actually. Oh, okay. so that's that's why he's important. Is he, he like at least to you as someone who doesn't read comics? Is he's the creator of Deadpool? Well, there was a time when he left Marvel, and he had this book that was this hot book, and it was called Young Blood. And they were going to make a young blood movie, and and Tom Cruise was going to play the main character in Young Blood, and he Rob Liefeld talked about this time where he was supposed to be doing a he was supposed to be doing a meeting regarding the 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 making of the movie, and it was a meeting with Tom Cruise and like the producers of the film and the director and everything, and he showed up late because he was like this hot shot comic artist who. Who you know didn't didn't give a fuck you know he right, was just okay. like whatever Hollywood I whatever so he shows up late to the meeting and he shows up to the meeting and Tom Cruise is sitting there and he's like come with me please and he's like okay and then Tom Cruise takes him to the other side of the building like they walk in silence to the other side of the building as far away from as possible from where the meeting was happening yeah. and there's nobody around it's just him and Tom Cruise and Tom Cruise rips him a new asshole for like five minutes for being <laughs> about being professional. And that's awesome. And then after it's over, he's like, you good? You got it? And he's just like, yeah. And then Tom Cruise is like, all right, 
let's make this movie, baby. And Lee, <laughs> like, I'm like, that sounds to me like a hundred percent true story. About I, Tom I do not doubt it for a second. Yeah. The, I don't the, know Tom Cruise, never met Tom Cruise, but yeah. it sounds a hundred percent like him. That, that movie didn't end up getting made the young blood movie. So there's no Tom Cruise star, star vehicle for right. young blood out there. But yeah, it's it's such a good story that I was like, okay, I, I got to throw <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, you got to bring it up. Yeah. Well, well done, Mike. Well done. But on that note, I think that will do it for this week's episode of Part Time Nerds, Full Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at Part Time Nerds, Full Time Dads dot com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Castbox, and your favorite podcast listening service. If you want to get a, a hold of us to let us know any helpful tips, even tell us what we said was dead wrong, you can send an email to the dads at Part Time Nerds, Full Time Dads dot com. Maybe there's a record that you can try to break. Try to break the shortest email record. (laughs) (laughs) Period. Or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PT Nerds FT Dads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice for people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon. Dun, 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 dun. Hooray.